Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And this week we are going to recap the um, All Stars Season 3, Episode 6. So, um, this episode kind of started off like pretty slow. In my opinion, it started um, with Kayla, Veronica, Sylvia, and MJ all hugging and um, congratulating and talking to John A about being glad that she's back in the house. And then we have MJ talking about how he and John A are targets this season because they had won the previous season and nobody would be happy to see them win again. And um, then we see Sylvia talking about sabotaging Kellyanne. Um, I thought it was really sweet here, actually. Um, we saw Kellyanne call home and she talks to her boyfriend and um we get to see one of her dogs and she talks about how she wants to win because she wants to open up a rescue sanctuary and um she talks about how she had like lead and mold poisoning and how some of the days in the house were kind of rough so it's really nice to be able to talk to her boyfriend and i honestly like that was Sometimes the calls home, I really like, and sometimes the calls home, I really don't like, because, I don't know, sometimes it's just, like, like, when we get to, like, Sylvia's later, like, I was not, I don't know, <laughs> sometimes I just don't like them, but sometimes I love them, and I really liked Kellyanne's call home, um, and then we see MJ icing his knee, and um Derek Mark and Brad all talking about MJ's knee and how they want to um take him out and how they don't know like sometimes they forget about it because when it comes to the challenges he just like performs and he performs well and um they're just they MJ is their target at this point so after we see you know this like little beginning scenes um I don't know like I, I was really just like I liked this episode but I thought that it had a really slow start did either of you feel like it had a slow start so I did I really like sorry go ahead uh, I, I was just saying I really didn't I kind of liked it how they kept it kind of like short and sweet and went right into the challenge so yeah I don't know yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. And just shout out Vanderbilt. That's my parents' alma mater and where they met. So that's one good thing now I can say about MJ. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cute. Is that where, <laughs> is that where MJ went? I must have missed that. Yeah, that's where he yeah. went and played football. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, then we I kind of liked Brad kind of saying that he th thinks like MJ may just like rip off the uh, 
knee, bra uh, knee brace and kind of just be fine. I thought that was kind of funny. It kind of showed like no one trusts him. And it's funny because everyone seems to be making the same kind of comments about MJ. Like he'll do anything to win. He's pretty like cutthroat. And that's like what uh, Darrell even said last season about MJ. Like MJ was like always super paranoid and always wanting like confirmation that okay you have my back you have my back but then he really didn't have anybody's back so I kind of like that little scene I thought Brad was funny he is I love him more and more every episode <laughs> yeah so um I I guess for me like I just like it when they set up the episode like really well and I don't know I mean I feel like I guess they kind of did with like the MJ stuff and I understand, like, obviously why they showcased Kellyanne more in this episode. Um, but I don't know. I just, like, was looking for that, like, setup to... I don't know. I guess maybe just the rest of the episode was so good that... I don't know. I really liked this episode for the mo most part. It's just, like, I feel like normally in the beginning, I can be like, okay, so this happened in the beginning. And I feel like it, for me, it kind of fell short of, I guess, being able to talk about it this time. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that, but I think it's good that we all have different like opinions of it or else this would be really boring, right? <laughs> Discussing it. But then we get like like you said like pretty right away into the daily this week. And the daily this week was called stacked. You want me to go? Yeah. Yeah, can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So like Christina said, the daily was called stacked and basically it is in two heats of seven, which is the women and the men's and they have to scratch a board to reveal a four digit code. And once they reveal that code, they go to um, unlock a lock with the code that is revealed to get a paddle. Um, However, there's how many people start off in the challenge? Seven. 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 Thank you. So two automatically are disqualified if they're the last two to get to the paddle. And then um, the last five get their paddles and they have to paddle board out to their puzzle pieces. Sorry, my papers keep flipping. They have to paddle out to their um puzzle pieces and at this station there's only three bags of the puzzle pieces so again the first three people who reach that point um grab their puzzle pieces and the last two are automatically dq'd so when it's all said and done only three people are actually working the puzzle um and i just wanted to talk a minute about like the paddle boarding portion because paddle boarding if anyone has done it is not easy you like literally have to be able to use your whole body it takes a lot of core strength it takes a lot of balance obviously upper arm strength and lower body strength especially as you'll see later Naya struggling and it's like I see her and she's like standing up like straight like you need to be able to like have gravity on your side and use your legs to you know squat a little bit and to keep that balance so it's a lot harder than people think. It's not like some leisurely little like stroll on the lake. So, Abby, um, 
Yeah, I was thinking since you're a personal trainer, is that maybe um, on some of these more athletic-based challenges, you could give us like a little bit of a tip or insight, kind of like you just did, um, and we could have like I don't know, or something like that, or or as like I don't know, a little segment we can do. So, do you think that? First of all, I shouldn't have probably put you on the spot like that. But do you think that you can, you know, what what would it take to be able to paddleboard? How can you train for something like that? Um, like I said, it takes pretty much using using your whole body, um, and so you need a total total body strength. But I think core is is almost the core and arms are the most important aspect of paddleboarding. You need a strong core with pretty much anything you do. And, um, I mean, you're just sitting there like paddling through like tough water. So, you know, a good solid like arm workout. Um, but like, I mean, I kind of touched on it all, like, right. Like wall squats would be good <laughs> sitting there doing wall squats. You know, if you're trying to get in shape, like, it's funny that you asked that. Cause I was like, well, I've been on this survivor binge and I'm looking at all these challenges and I'm like, if I ever went on survivor, I would do a million like wall squats and like overhead presses. And cause they have so many challenges where they have to like hold stuff overhead or keep their balance. And again, all that encompasses like your core as well, you know? So it's so hard to like just pinpoint cause like so many, so much of these challenges are like, I mean, lit, like literally like total total body strength okay here baby have some water okay go get Abby, you would be you would be shocked i've probably done paddle boarding maybe five six seven times over the last two or three years and i wish i did more but i have never fallen in i've been able to balance and i know abby knows i'm that is not my strong suit balance so i don't know how i did it <laughs> <laughs> i have actually i'm like talking like i know I have never paddleboarded, so I'm giving like all these tips, but I also have never skied before. And like, I have clients who are, okay, I'm going on a ski trip. Like, what do I do to prepare myself the best? So I don't know, I guess I just take my expertise, you know, knowing what the certain movements are and go from there. But anyways, okay. This is not a personal training segment. So, so I'll move on. Um, but yeah, Christina, like I'd be happy, happy to do that. Um, to talk about that it may bore people, but I don't know. Maybe people can pick up a tip. Yeah. I mean, if we like, I'm like, you know, to the point, I think it would be kind of fun because it like incorporates what you do in your everyday life into this podcast and into the show as well. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. I'll try to keep it short and sweet because I can go off on tangents when it comes to training. Okay. So moving on. Okay. The sabotage is um now used and the sabotage is an extra lock on the paddle so they have to scratch off two four digit codes instead of just one and sylvia throws the sabotage on john a which was kind of interesting because earlier in the episode right she was talking to john a she's like oh the sabotage is on you now and john a was like wait, what? Like I'm getting it. And she's like, no, no, no. For you to use. And, but 
maybe that's what she wasn't actually talking about after all, because she chose John A because she didn't think Kellyanne was very good at puzzles. So she's like, she's not much of a threat. So and she knows John A is one of the, the best competitors there. So that was her reasoning and choosing John A. Um, and then Mark asked for volunteers and MJ at this point probably already knew he was going to get chosen and he volunteers to take the sabotage. So John A and MJ, the little power duo are both sabotaged. So we'll start it off with the men's. This was pretty uneventful to me. So it's like, I don't have much about the men's and then my women's is like, all my notes are super long because I love the women's. But anyways, in, um, in the first in the first segment, MJ and Mark are the ones that DQ that they weren't able to open up their locks. Um, Brad, Derek, Nehemiah, Jordan, and Wes are all on the paddle board. And Brad is just killing it. He's, I think someone referred to him as bionic Brad, and he's just kicking everyone's ass. And then we have, and right behind him are Derek and, and um, Jordan. And then we have one of my favorite scenes, the Nehemiah and Wes bromance scene, where they're just paddling along next to each other and best of friends. And I don't know, I thought that was funny and cute. Um, but they knew they were going to DQ and because they were way behind and they did. So it just leaves Derek and Jordan and Brad working on the puzzle. Derek, um, of course, puzzles are not his strong point. Um, and Brad ends up winning for the men. And just to talk about the puzzle for a second. So it looked to me, so basically there was a star that was the base. And then you have to, had to place different size cylinders mm -hmm. on the next layer. And then, um, a star on top of that. And then again, place blocks of cylinders. And I saw that there were three sets of blocks and three stars. Is that what y'all thought from yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then to finish it off, you have to place the star on top of, of the last tower of cylinders to finish the puzzle. Doesn't really look that hard watching it. And I always say that about these eliminations, but I don't know, with the different size cylinders and and uh, I can see how it can be complicated. Um, but Brad just basically wins in a landslide. So moving on to the women, of course, it starts with Janae talking about keeping in MJ safe. She has to win since he, since he DQ'd. Um, and then she's like, and of course, I want to keep myself safe too. So new drinking game. Every time Janae does... A commentary about MJ take a drink and you'll probably be drunk by the end of the episode because <laughs> of the amount of times she mentions him so in the first round um Veronica and Sy Sylvia DQ yeah and I, I think Veronica did it she scratched it off really fast but she had mixed up the numbers on the lock so then it goes on they're they're out so it goes on to saying um it goes on where Veronica is saying like, she knows Ronnie's with them, but she hasn't won anything. She needs to pull her weight and really pull out a win here. 
And then you see poor Naya on the paddle board. Bless her heart. She could not stay on that thing for the life of her. Um, <laughs> she, I don't know what music was playing in the background, but she just, she just keeps going over. And her and Kayla finally are like, this is hard. <laughs> and they end up DQing. So the final three people are to pick up the puzzle pieces are Kellyanne, um, John A and Ronnie and Kellyanne mentions how she has a paddle board at home, goes paddle boarding all the time. So we're no, she's, she, we know she's going to be strong, like out here on the lake. Um, usually puzzles is not her forte. So, but she kills it on the paddle boarding part and then she gets to the puzzle and she references, 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 sorry, her, like breakdown on her past challenge with the puzzle when she was like screaming at the puzzle, screaming at all her challengers. And she's like, I'm determined to stay calm this time. Um, but by, I guess, just bad luck, the wind they're saying is really strong and the wind comes and maybe her, her base isn't strong enough either, but it totally destroys her puzzle. And I'm like, oh shit, what's coming? What is she going to do? Um, I was waiting for another, another, um, I don't know, funny, funny Kellyanne spaz moment, but she keeps it together and then it goes to Ronnie and I don't know. I love Ronnie, all of Ronnie's comments about her kids. They're so cute. And you can tell they're like so supportive of her, but Ronnie's sitting there like wondering, like, why is this last layer so hard? And the camera keeps shooting to like a, a tiny like cylinder it looked tiny and I'm like she's missing a puzzle piece did it did y'all pick up on that mm -hmm. yeah so I'm like oh this girl this poor girl like she's so close but this one little puzzle piece is, is hiding um so uh, that's why the last layer was so hard I guess um and Kelly ends up or Kelly Ann ends up redoing her puzzle and she ends up winning which I thought was awesome for her and she's super excited and doesn't hide it and that's when Sylvia makes her snide little comment like if I ever act like that when I win might as well shoot me or something along those lines which I personally thought was really tacky um and whatever I don't know why she was so bitter like Kelly Ann hasn't won anything y'all been winning everything let the girl enjoy her win um, so that's it. Brad and Kellyanne are in the authority. Um, so that's basically the challenge, but I want to talk about, and I know Michelle wants to talk about it too. My favorite part of this whole challenge. And we talked about it last episode. We recorded how we found it so interesting that Wes and Kellyanne have done. This is our second challenge to do together. And there has never been any mention of their long-term relationship it wasn't a fling it wasn't I don't know how long it actually lasted but it wasn't some short-lived little fling like they were in a solid committed relationship and it's never been brought up and we were like talking about how or why we were like okay maybe out of respect for their partners we were just you know we we found that really um we were just really curious about that well it happens this episode when Kelly Ann pulls up on the beach to do her puzzle, Wes finally talks about 
how about a relationship that was over a decade ago where these two people are finding themselves playing a challenge together again after after a decade old relationship and he just says that he's proud of her and he hopes the best for her and then it cuts to Kellyanne saying how she she basically just acknowledges and appreciates the support the support he's yelling for her and the tips he's yelling for her so I just thought it was very sweet and respectful and even though it was just a 30 second little clip I was, I was so glad they did it because I, I just thought it was, I, I thought it was super cute. And then after she wins, you know, when she's, she hugs a couple guys and her and Wes kind of do this like side hug, congratulations, congratulations hug. And I don't know, I got what I wanted out of it. That's all I needed for them to, to reference their relationship. I thought it was perfect. I looked it up um, just now and they dated for a year. So not like a super, super long time, but like still a solid amount of time. Yeah. I feel like they were on me. How many shows were they on together? At least two, right? While they were dating? Yeah. yeah. Weren't they? What one were they on where, when it was her, Evelyn, and Wes kind of against everyone? <laughs> That's the one I always the think ruins? of. The ruins? Maybe. Um. You know what, Abby, you talking about that and the way you put that together, I, I don't know why, but I'm going back now to real world homecoming and I'm thinking, wow, Abby's absolutely right. That was such a respectful way for them to acknowledge the relationship and still show they have respect for each other, care about each other and are friendly, but they also are not crossing lines like Julie did with Jamie on <laughs> real world homecoming. So it was like a stark contrast there that you speaking about that just made me think of. Okay. Well, Julie's just on an, a, another freaking planet that just has insane people. So yeah. Oh yeah. And then but the I, know you thing talk about that as soon, I watched the episode before y'all. And as soon as I got to that part, I texted y'all. I was like, it happened. It happened. Like their relationship was, semi kind of talked about like I mean so. it was talked about huh it was yeah. talked about it was definitely acknowledged it wasn't something that was just brushed over it was definitely it was a whole segment yeah yeah so I love I loved it yeah I d I agree I think that it's really um nice that they were able to do that and I guess so um what I just looked up that said that they dated for a year it says that the first time that they were on a season together since um the ruins was rivals three they did together and obviously kellyanne didn't do any seasons after rivals three until all stars so quite a bit of time in between their seasons together so i think that definitely also helps with them able to be um cordial and more respectful towards each other is because they, you know, they have had time that's passed between them. They've had time to heal from whatever happened in their relationship. Yep. Definitely. Cause yeah, cause we talked about rivals three, it was never brought up either, but, but like you said, it's probably still fresh or fresher back then. So yeah, for sure. The only other thing that I wanted to mention about the daily besides um, what we all just talked about 
is that John A made it to the top three. She probably was in third, granted, but she had the sabotage put on her. So she, I don't know. I think that this, this challenge kind of just proves and should honestly make all of the other girls scared of John A because I don't know, to me, when I'm watching these challenges and I see people like John A and Jordan get sabotages put on them and still get in the top three of the people who out of everybody, then it makes me feel like these are elite competitors and she's putting herself right up there with the best of the best, in my opinion. Oh, I agree with that 110%. She may be bugged. I know I give her a hard time about the NJ stuff, but I mean, there's no doubt that she's a badass. Yeah. She's one of the few that have done all three of these all-star seasons. I think her head is just really in the game. Like she probably didn't have a lot of time to get her head out of the game. And I think it's a huge benefit to have done season one and season two and kind of participate in all the way to the end on both seasons and already be doing all these different challenges. I think her head is just in the game too. And that's a big part of why she's actually doing really well in almost everything. I think. Yeah, I think so too, but it's crazy to me how like, even though she seems to be somewhat of a target, it's crazy to me how little of a target she is considering you know, if there was a female winner on season one of All Stars, it would have been John A. So she was the top female finisher on both seasons. Like, I, I don't see how, if it was me, it just makes sense that they would target the person who can beat them all in the end. The CTs of the world, the bananas of the world, the Jordans of the world, the people that you don't want to see in the, the final. I think that in this series of all-stars, we have seen John A kind of put herself in that category because I wouldn't want to see John A in a final. And they focused so hard on uh, Kendall and now they're so focused on um, Kellyanne that it's like they're almost not seeing the real threat right in front of them. So I think you're right. Or they're scared to even go in an elimination against her because at least I mean, do you win money if you even get to the final, or is it just first place? I think it's just first. I oh, mean, okay. I, I I don't know how their contracts are formed. Maybe if you get to the final, you get more money. That would make sense to me, but I don't. I have no idea. I just don't see what. Yeah, none of these girls are stepping up and being like, "I want to try to take her out in elimination." And I'm wondering if that's because they don't want to go home because they want to a try to make it to the final. B, I guess the longer you stay, the more money you get. So, I mean, I don't know what they're thinking, but it could be. It could be so many different reasons. It's probably exactly one reason. It's probably a lot of reasons. But I think part of it, honestly, is that she has an excellent social game and she's very well liked. And she, she came to play the game in season one and she showed that she was a physical competitor, especially after just having had a baby. And then coming back and really playing the political side of it to make it to the end and not only do well in the final, but win the final to come back this season. I think that one of her biggest assets between season one and two is that she 
talked to and got tips from Jemmy and Jemmy kind of coached her how to be a political player. She took everything that Jemmy said into consideration and, uh, you know, she, she showed that I can take this information that I was given and use it in this, in this challenge, even though this other person isn't here because if you guys remember jemmy was an alternate for season two she wasn't actually on that season so i just think that that's i don't know i'm just super impressed with john a basically and i know we've said this before but it is nice to see her after seeing her on x's three i guess was zach mm-hmm. and this two. okay okay and this this timid girl and now yes i know mj's like her right hand person and she wants to protect him but she's still but she's the boss she she wears the pants yeah so so I, like i said i give her a hard time about that but it's all i mean she's not she's not taking shit from from mj or anyone so yeah it, 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 it we've already said it. it it's cool to see the development of her in all aspects so Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, so then we move on to just like a little bit of filler. We see them back at the house and Kellyanne is talking to Naya and John A um, about how Sylvia made a face when she won the daily. And as we mentioned, she said that like, if I ever celebrate like that, shoot me or something like that. And um, then we see, but they did celebrate. Like I thought they were so obnoxious. And what was the was it last week? Yeah, I, I thought they were so obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Yeah, I think that. I really like Sylvia, but I just this episode. She wasn't painted. Okay, so I have a lot of of feelings on the Sylvia situation. I think that I really like Sylvia. I really like that in the past she's kind of played the underdog, like kind of the background role, but she's never like completely in the background. She's not wallpaper. She's just kind of a sidekick. And she plays that sidekick role very well because we get a little bit of her, but we don't get a lot of her. And I think this all-star season, we are seeing a lot more of her. and. We're seeing, okay, how do I want to say this? Maybe a mean girl side of her, but as much as it's like, ah, Sylvia, like, this isn't a good look for you. Like, what are you doing? I love this, like, wholesome sidekick to the mean girl kind of player that, that you used to play or whatever, like, more, like, but at the same time, I feel like as much as people say, like, oh my gosh, Mean Girls, we shouldn't be saying that. Like, this is reality TV. It's the reason why we're watching it. And somebody has to play that role. They just do. I, we talk about the flagship show and how all of these people are going on vacations together and they're all friends and it's all kumbaya. And we hate it. So obviously, like, this is what we like. This is what we want to see. It's just, I don't know. It's, like, so conflicting because, like, 
I just don't see that from Sylvia, but like now I'm seeing it from her. So it's really interesting, interesting to me to see her transition to the villain role, but we need a villain. We need, we need these, these legitimate rivalries going on, not the fake BS that the big brother people are putting on when we watch season 36 and season 37 were both filled with that i mean even season 35 total madness they they all teamed up together and they let johnny bananas get to the very end like what i don't i don't know i mean you we need we need this in the challenge so as much as i i like part of me is like sylvia why it's we need this I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I do, I do think we need it, but I can still not like her, <laughs> if that makes sense. But I'm a yes, baby. But I'm a hypocrite because Amanda's seen as a villain a lot, right? And I, I love Amanda, so it's just, you know, who, who you, okay. who you like, right? So I saw a tweet, and it's. I I don't know if I retweeted it. I should have, but it was like, and everybody thought that um, Amanda was the villain of the Lavender Ladies or something like that. Like, wow, <laughs> like really, it's it's uh, Sylvia, which I don't think it something really- to me was missing because Sylvia was so upset even before the elimination and so mad and so like disgusted and over Kellyanne. Like, I want to know what, I need Sylvia to answer. What was she so mad about? I promise you, when I meet her in July, I will try my absolute hardest to get her on this podcast. <laughs> I would yes, love to talk to Sylvia. She was one of my favorite people that I was most excited for going into the season. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, uh, to be really honest with you guys, I never really, and sorry, because I know you guys like her, but I never really liked Kayla. So, like, already off the bat, her association with Kayla, I was kind of like, all right, let's see if I can still root for Sylvia. But, I mean, I think Sylvia was so much, like, meaner in this episode than any of the stupid, like, old jokes or whatever Kayla was saying. Like, I thought she was, like, really, really kind of cruel to Kellyanne um and that's why I'm in my head I'm like there has to be something bigger and more that happened that got her so upset but maybe I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt and maybe it was just what we saw so I have no idea if she'll respond to me or not but maybe like an hour or so ago maybe uh, more than that maybe like two hours ago I did um slide into Kellyanne's dms on instagram and asked her if she'd be interested in coming in our podcast. I met Kellyanne when I was in LA at Cyrus's birthday party. So I like included the picture of me and her and was like, you probably don't remember me, but like, here's a picture as maybe a reminder. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. So we'll see if, if it works, if she ever responds to me or not, but I tried. So I um, have a guy in one of my group chats. It's actually gosh I'm really I probably shouldn't even say this considering my age but it's a lavender ladies group chat um I be in and group chat? um he talks to I mean even though he's lavender lady um fan he really likes Kellyanne and he talks to her and I was like so and so 
I was like, get, tell her about my podcast that I started and that we want her to be a guest so bad. I was like, if you're comfortable with that, he's like, and he said he would try. So I recruited him to do some of that bidding for us too. So, so Kelly, and if you're out there, I'm sure you are definitely not listening to this, but if you are, (laughs) we want you on. Yes. Agreed. But anyway, so we see, um, at this point we see Naya and she's just like not happy with the situation and what's going on, which kind of surprised me because honestly, like, obviously if the rooms had fallen differently, then all the alliances would be different anyway. But like going into the season, I absolutely thought that Naya and Jordan would be on Kayla's side, but that it's the complete opposite of that. And she's saying like, F the tree house at this point, like, she is not happy, and Kellyanne talks about how she's been waiting to make a big move. I think we even saw her say that last episode, that, like, just wait, like, one of these days I'm going to be making a big move. So, um, she's glad, and honestly, I'm kind of glad that she finally gets the opportunity, not because I'm happy that anybody in the treehouse is going to be targeted, because obviously I'm team treehouse. But that's hard to say because I really just love every single person on this cast. It's just, it just so happens that some of my faves are in the treehouse, so I, like, have to stand them, you know? Anyways, so then we see um, what I kind of referenced a little bit earlier, and that is Sylvia talking to her stepson on the phone about his grades. And as much as, like, part of me thinks that this is cute, kind of, because, like, a mom checking in on their kids' grades, but, like, the thing is, is that, like, Sylvia's not even engaged, is she? Like, this is just her boyfriend's kid. Oh, she's not married? No, she's not married, and I actually don't think she's engaged. I think Christina's right. I don't think she's engaged. Yeah. Oh. It just, like, I don't know. And I mean, like, I don't have kids. I'm not married. So, like, maybe I'm not the person that should speak on this. But, like, it just kind of, and maybe I'm just, like, because I am grew up in such a traditional family. Like, I don't know. But it just, like, kind of bothers me. Like, I feel like if I had a kid and some girl that was my baby daddy's girlfriend was on worldwide international tv calling him my steps her stepson I don't know like it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way like I get that it's just like easier to call him that but because like oh my my boyfriend's kid like I get that but like I don't know and maybe maybe she can explain the dynamic better maybe like I'm just like super ignorant to her situation but I just thought it was kind of weird that she calls him her stepson okay so I kind of thought the opposite um because I'm playing devil's advocate here yeah absolutely um because and y'all you may know this we don't know if the mom's in the picture. I don't. I have no idea. 
we j- I don't know how long they've been together. Right. Um, and I'll just be open and honest here. Um, Michelle knows this and I know a, a few people maybe do. Yes, I have three kids, but only one is biologically mine. And married. Huh? Yeah, but you're married. If she was like, if she was even engaged to this guy or like married to this guy and she was calling him her stepson, like, yeah, absolutely. One million percent. But like, that's her boyfriend. Like, I don't know. Well, at one point, at one point, Mitch was just my boyfriend. And call you mom. They do refer to me as they, they call me. They still call me Abby. Their their mom has has not been in the picture since I've had them now for since they were six and seven. Yeah, but did they? I mean, like like we said, we don't know how long they've been together. So I guess I don't. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's definitely different because you're married to Mitch. But yeah, I guess so. But they refer to me as mom. Like, oh, let me ask my mom. Like, and I refer to them as my kids, right? And I'm, I'm their only mom. Like I'm, I'm all they have. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's been like that since day one. So, um, yeah. So I don't know if they've been together for a long time and the mom's not in the picture, which I don't know if she is or not. Maybe, and maybe they just have this like really close bond. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was with Mitch's boys. Like me and my ex-husband never had, you know, we never had kids and, you know, these two, two young boys come into my life and we just bonded immediately. And that's just kind of how, I mean, I treated them like a mom from day one and they treated me like their mom from day one. And so that's why I'm just putting yeah. a different spin on it. And that was even before me and Mitch were married or before Kyler came along, you know? Yeah. Like I've been the disciplinarian and the person, their go-to person almost even more than Mitch since, since day one, I maybe because they just wanted that mom in their life. I don't know, you know, but like we said, we talk about real stuff too. So, um, that, that was just my experience and it can be different, different for everyone. Right. So I'm just giving her the benefit of the doubt because I don't know the whole situation. I would love to know more behind that because yeah, I just, we just don't, you, you're absolutely right. We just don't know enough to to really pass judgment on that. But I don't know if it's true or not, but I did see a tweet too that um, one of like the stipulations um, that Sylvia wanted in, in her contract is that uh, uh, production had to update her like once a week on, on his grades. So, I mean, if that's true, like obviously like she cares a lot about the kid and she like treats him like her own, so. I, and again, I have no idea if that's true or not, but I did see a tweet about that from a somewhat reliable source. So I think that it's possible that that happened. And if it did, I think that that's, that's great that she like cares that much about the kid. I, I, Christina, I saw that today too. I don't know. I'm having trouble like thinking of my opinion, like how I feel about this. The only thing I don't like is... I feel bad for the kid. He's on the show. And the only thing he's getting screen time he's getting is Sylvia kind of telling him, you got to change your report, report card. Your grades better be better next week. And he's just like, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel a little bad for him. Yeah, that is funny. 
That is really funny. But I mean, at least he made me. At least he made the show. Yeah, I like when she called him Slick Rick. <laughs> when he tried to like lie and be like everything's great, she's like, "No, it's not, Slick Rick." That's funny. So after we see Sylvia on the phone, um, which also I also want to add how great I think it is that they let we see more of that on All Stars than we. I mean, we see that almost every episode, at least one person calling home and we never, we see that maybe like two or three times a season on the regular show. So I, I think that's cool um, that they even show us that because it's a very real part of what's going on. Um, but then after we see Sylvia on the phone, we get into the party of the week, which is a birthday party. And there is so much I want to say about this. Okay, so um, we see Kayla and John A walk into the party and they're both wearing crowns. And then we see Nehemiah in his little confessional. And he talks about how his birthday is close to filming. It's never been this close to filming before. Um, then we see Kayla and John A blow out the candles. So... Kayla's birthday was during filming. Um, I I I know this and I knew this at the time because I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Kayla. So when I first watched this, my first thought was, "This is Kayla's birthday party," and I was super excited about that. I was like, "I know this is Kayla's birthday party," but then I um wanted to look it up since Nehemiah said that like there are a lot of birthdays around now. So I looked it up and I found out that not only was it Kayla's birthday, which I do believe it was Kayla's birthday party they were celebrating, but it was also on that same exact day, John A's birthday. So I think they were really celebrating the double birthday that day. But back to what Nehemiah said about how they had like a lot of birthdays around that time. Okay, so I looked it up and here's what I found. First of all, also like, John A and Kayla are like two of my favorites on the season and their birthday is November 10th and my birthday is November 18th and so I just feel like maybe I just love these girls so much because like we're all Scorpios <laughs> and I just like I don't know I just I love those girls anyway so their birthdays are oh my god Christina I'm such an idiot the whole time you're saying this I'm like oh they're Gemini's like me not realizing that <laughs> whoops this was filmed like months ago that's so funny oh my god <laughs> no. so that's hilarious um nope they are actually scorpios like me and michelle <laughs> yep so um yeah so kayla her birthday she turned 29 over filming um november 10th 1992 then John A, November 10th, 1988. Um, Brad, November 11th, 1980. So his is the day after theirs. Then um, I think Brad had a crown on too. Like it was his birthday party too. I thought he, I saw him with a crown on. I didn't notice the Brad crown. Okay. Wes yeah, did. I did you look up Wes's birthday? Yeah. So I have Nehemiah. 
Um, his birthday is November 21st, 1985. Ronnie's birthday is November 22nd, 1978, which is also Michelle's birthday. <laughs> yep. Um, I was happy when I saw that. I didn't know that was her birthday. Yes. You share a birthday with Ronnie. And then mine, I guess, uh, snuck in there is November 18th. But yeah, nobody. I didn't share a birthday with anybody, unfortunately. I'm not as cool as Michelle. But Wait, when's your birthday, Christina? November what? 18. Oh, well. Oh, well. Gemini's are so cool, too. Yeah, my best friend is a Gemini. <laughs> So, um, then Wes's birthday was, is, uh, November 24th, 1984. And Veronica's birthday was November 27th, 1977. So holy shit. What is that? Like eight, seven. So we have seven in the top 14. Remember there are only 14 cast members left seven of them so half of them are november babies and five of those november babies are scorpios i didn't realize that veronica is older than ronnie by a year yeah yeah and honestly john a is young too 1988 she just i mean She's 32. She's not that much older than Kayla. No. No. Um, but yes. So did you kind of want to talk about Scorpios, Michelle? Oh, yeah, sure. So I don't know. I was just looking. Um, so November 22nd is actually kind of like a, called the cusp between Scorpio and Sagittarius. But I just relate more to Scorpio. So I just go with Scorpio. Um, but I was just looking. I'm like, wow, there's so many Scorpios on this show and on this cast. I just wanted to look up like the traits. And even though I kind of knew them, just write them down um, and kind of think about if it really maybe it makes for a better challenger. So some of the traits are they're very determined brave, loyal, ambitious, strategic, which I think is a big one, secretive, which I think is probably a good one for being on the challenge, controlling, which is probably another good one, and a little bit stubborn. So I think that fits some of these people here. Yeah, I think all those adjectives are great for the people on there. I feel like, Michelle, do you feel like those all describe you because I feel like um, that describes me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They do. Crazy. That's I, you know, I don't want to like really get into it too much, but astrology, uh, astrology is just like the coolest thing. I don't know if you guys follow your guys, your horoscopes or not, but I have an app on my phone and I look at my horoscope like every day. So this stuff is like really cool to me. And it's really cool that there are so many, not only challengers that are born in the same month as me, I guess, that I feel like I can relate to be probably because of that. But also just because it's just so interesting. You know, honestly, I would love to see like the whole cast breakdown because 
because everybody is so different and like also the fact that like they all made it this far did they make make it this far because they are bold and they are brave and they i mean kayla and brad being in so like controlling so much of the great game like yes they had to win to get there but like they make it look good you know yeah they do anyways so yes that um is a little bit about why they had the party i just thought that that was um cool and relatable and um i just loved it but then we see kellyanne and sylvia talk and sylvia says that she thinks that she's a target and kellyanne basically confirms that and says that she's not wrong but so is your whole entire room and so sylvia is talking to her about how she has been able to put two sabotages on her, but she only put one and she could have voted her into elimination, but she never chose her to throw in. And she's just like really at this point, like kissing ass and trying to save herself. She says that um, she's interested in working with Kellyanne in the future. Um, but it's all bullshit because then we see her confessional saying that having this conversation with Kellyanne was painful, but she did it to try to save herself because there's so much money at the end and she's going to do what she has to do for that money. And so, um, Sylvia then tells Kellyanne that like, okay, well, if you're going to work with me, like there's really only two people that you can go for. And those people are John A and Naya. And Kellyanne says that she cannot say Naya's name. Naya has been nothing but nice to her. And she just, she can't say her name. And Sylvia says that she doesn't have the endurance. So um, if it's like an endurance, endurance based thing, then she needs to um, pick Naya for the, for the elimination. But that was interesting to me that she even said that because it's, you don't see, they don't see the elimination when they choose the people. It's the people that they choose that see who they want to go up against because they're the people that get to see the elimination. So it didn't really make sense to me why she said that. I thought it was honestly kind of weird. Um, but, um, Kellyanne isn't happy with like the way the conversation went. I mean, she's not like upset about it, but she just pretty much says like, she isn't offering me anything that's worth it for, to propel my game forward. So why would I work with her? And uh, it totally makes sense because she didn't, from what we saw, she didn't say like, I won't put you in or I, I'll, I'll have your back next time. You know, it, she didn't really offer anything. Yeah. She just said like, yeah, we'll work together. Like, but if, in order for you to prove that you want to work with me, you have to try to go for John A or, or Naya. Like, what? I don't know. I just, Sylvia was just grasping for straws here. And this was not the best episode for Sylvia, obviously. No. No. She may have been grasping for straws, but she was not doing a very good job at it. I mean, we like literally even see her confessional where she says, Kelly Ann can eat shit with an extra side of gluten. <laughs> 
Sylvia was so mad and I just want to know why I actually just looked on her Instagram to see if she said anything and actually someone um made a comment that said what did Kellyanne ever do to you loved you on previous seasons but your poor attitude and bullying was a bad look this season and this comment has 67 likes and for context the rest have like one two three or four so then Sylvia actually replied and she said look I just didn't get along with her. There's really no rhyme or reason. She just rubbed me the wrong way. That's all. If that upset people, that's unfortunate, but it's not bothering me. We're all adults here. In life, you're not going to always like everyone. You're not, not everyone is going to like you. You love yourself enough and that won't be a problem. And that will be the last I speak on it. So I guess she's not really sorry or thinks it was wrong. I don't know. Hey, at at least she's real. I mean... (laughs) Oh, Sylvia. Yeah. So I think that, (laughs) oh, Sylvia, I, I love her, but this was just like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this look for her. I'm just, I'm not really sure, but honestly, the best part about this rivalry is that it brings back the things that we're missing from the regular challenge. People Mm -hmm. not talk like this on the regular challenge. Like whether we're saying we like it, we don't like it, whatever, like this is missing from the regular. We can't have a rival season anytime in the near future based on what the people in the flagship show are giving us. I mean, maybe we could have like a couple, we could pick a couple out of course, but like, not like, Oh my God. Like I would, Oh, Amanda, please don't kill me for saying this, but like, I would love to see like Amanda and Berna as partners. That would be awesome. I would love, but like that just isn't happening as much on the flagship show. Whereas I can pick out right now from all stars, like, okay, let's, let's have a all stars rival season. Okay. Like let's have, uh, like they, they had to do, ride or die alliances for the flagship show because they couldn't freaking do rivals because everybody gets along. They had to do alliances. So, right. so, but from all stars, give me Sylvia and Kellyanne as a duo, please give me MJ and Brad as a duo, please give me Derek and Nehemiah as a duo, please give West and yes. Give me Wes and Yes as a duo. Pretty freaking please. Give me Kayla and Kendall. I mean, this all-star show, like, people say, like, oh, it's not as good as season one and season two. But I disagree. I mean, season one, I think, like, nothing can beat that just because, like, it's season one. It brought everything back that we absolutely needed. And so... I can't put season one ever behind any season, no matter what I feel like. But season three, to me, is a very close second because it's bringing back all the things that we are missing and we complain about every single day on Twitter about the flagship show. Yeah, it doesn't Honestly, feel like Christina, fake you're or forced. Thank you're you. on to something because what if they do a couple more seasons, or hopefully they will, and then they can have like an all-star six rivals. <laughs> Ayana and Jody, another yeah, right? Um, uh, like 
I don't even care if we bring back the stupid, stupid final reckoning equalizers. Like, please find a way to do it better. But like, I would rather have that and have some of these like legitimate rivals than to like be like, oh, like, <laughs> let's do. I don't know, like matching people up that like aren't really rivals. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that are really rivals that all, all pretty much every single one that I just named is a same sex rival. So that's fine with me. Just like figure out the equalizer, but do it better than like actually test it out. Like I don't want another elimination like the one that I saw with Polly and Natalie and with Cam and Kaylee. As much as I absolutely love Cam and Kaylee, that was not a fair elimination. I don't want that. That's not what I want. So step up your game at Viacom. We know you have the money for it. Test out your games better before you throw people in and have an all-stars rival season because we are on our way to having a perfect setup for that. And I freaking love it. I think Christina's pitching pitching her um, application to, to get hired. I mean, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. But I mean, we even have, I, I don't know if I just thought this in my head or if I said it out loud, but like from season two, it would be great to have like Ayana and Jody with like the whole salad debacle that went down. I mean, there, there's something every se- Can we have Katie and Trichelle? Oh, that would be my favorite team. That would be interesting. I mean, I think that they've kind of got past it, but like, even if they've got past it, I think we could still stretch a Jemmy and Jordan. Maybe. I mean, we could definitely get a Jemmy and Zach, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, there's just, there's just so many possibilities of, of what could be and, I'm sorry, that was like the biggest tangent in the entire entire world, but uh, but it was a good tangent, and I think we need to start like tweeting about that. And I don't know if anyone looks at our tweets, but like, hey, Mark Long, like you still have a hand in this. What about this idea? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he doesn't really have a rival, so he might not be for it because. Yeah, I was just gonna think he's <laughs> he, he likes everybody, huh? <laughs> you would except have- he doesn't like Kendall for some reason. That's, he always is against Kendall, so maybe. But I want, I really need for my soul, I really need Kendall and Kayla to be together so that they can make yeah. sense because it, like, legitimately breaks my heart, okay? <laughs> so for for me, <laughs> my very selfish, selfish reasons, I really need Kendall and Kayla to be partnered so they can, they can mend that fence. Um... So after uh, the party, we have the most boring authority of all time. (laughs) Yeah. And that is Brad and Kellyanne go into this and they both know who they're going to pick. So Brad brings it up first and he just says like, is it okay with you if I control the guys and you control the girl vote? And um, she said that she'd be open to that. I'm sure that by that there was somebody that she would have been willing to save, but he picks MJ, but no surprise. And Kellyanne um, says she wants either Kayla or Sylvia, and she chooses Sylvia, which I don't think that's really that big of a surprise either. The only thing that's like kind of surprising and confusing to me 
is that she doesn't, Kellyanne doesn't really seem to be going hard for Sylvia on social media, even though Sylvia, like, has told her to F off, has told her to eat shit, has said, has, like, in my opinion, based on what we've been shown, was way more of a mean girl to Kellyanne than Kayla was, but for whatever reason, Kellyanne is talking way more crap about Kayla on social media, which at first I thought maybe was just because Kayla couldn't respond because she was filming, but I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that is why. Okay, so I heard a little fact about Kayla, and I do not know how true this is. Somebody told me that when all that was going down, like, Kellyanne obviously had a talk with Kayla, too, that wasn't shown, and that Kayla basically threw Sylvia under the bus. Oh. Now, I, I I do not know if that's factual, but Kayla was said well it's kind of all been sylvia pretty much put all the blame on sylvia oh interesting what i thought was interesting too is that to me it seemed like really obvious that kellyanne was going to choose um sylvia yeah i didn't know about that conversation either but um from what we did see is also that wes said that he thought that she was going to choose john a and Kellyanne and Wes seem to have developed at least like some kind of a friendship having each other's back at least in some kind of capacity throughout this challenge. So it made it seem to me like maybe he had some insight. So maybe, maybe um, Kellyanne was going to choose John A over Sylvia, but it makes sense that she chose Sylvia just based on the amount of um, tension that we've seen between them. So MJ and Sylvia are both going into elimination when they were told they both pretty much saw it coming neither of them were too terribly upset and sylvia seems like she's trying to hype herself up and like get confident about the situation um she talks about how good she is in elimination she does have a freaking killer elimination record and um wes thinks that now that Sylvia has been chosen to go into elimination, that she is very likely going to choose John A to go against in the elimination. Yeah. So Sylvia has like such a great, she's like won so many great eliminations too. Like the one with her and Melissa was so good. And the fact that she had pneumonia while she beat her just makes it like even more. Sylvia is the most in my opinion, one of the most underrated competitors of all time. Like I said, like, she's like this, like, great sidekick character, and you just don't expect her to win, but she, she pulls it out so often. I I don't know if she's quite on, like, the top tier level that I put, like, John A, but she is so underrated. She is, she is a top tier competitor. I mean, we see that how many times she has been in the authority this season yeah i i think so too she beat i mean um, i I can say johnny right what didn't she beat johnny she and josh beat johnny and tony in an elimination yeah is that who the corner yeah 
Sylvia has the, um, gosh, maybe I should look this up just to be sure. But um, I know for a fact that Sylvia has beat Johnny in an elimination. Um, she has beat Melissa in an elimination. She has beat Kayla in elimination. Um, I'm going to look this up and see if I'm missing any. There's a lot. Wow, she did a lot. <laughs> okay, she has five wins and one, one loss. So... That's great. He has be, um, gosh, this is like jumping around for me. Uh, Latoya in elimination. She's beat Kayla in elimination. She lost to Jenna. So this is her second elimination loss. And the other one was to Jenna, which that was back in, during, um, like Jenna's prime when she was winning everything before her injury on champs, yeah. champs for stars. So, um, she won against Melissa. She won against shoot. It doesn't say who she went up against. Oh, Derek and Derek and Tori. So she's beat Tori too. I mean, Derek, I don't, we don't need to mention that, but I think Tori is impressive. Bananas is impressive. Tony is impressive. Kayla is impressive. Melissa is impressive. I mean, she's had some good elimination wins. Yeah, she, she absolutely has. I mean, that's why she's one of, she, I, I can't even say anymore. She was one of my favorite favorites this season. I'm a little turned off to her, but I still can respect her record. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, honestly, like, you're the hero long, you, it, you, you, you're around long enough until you're the villain, or I don't know what that is. We definitely saw it with Cara Marie, and now we're seeing it a little bit with Sylvia. And I hope Sylvia handles it better, and I hope that we see her back so that, I don't even care if we see her back as another villain, honestly. I just... I don't either. You're right. You're so right. She, at least she's being, like, authentic. If nothing else, I can appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So then we get into the elimination. Yeah. Um, so I thought like how it started with Kellyanne saying she was wearing black for Sylvia's funeral. I thought that was really funny. I don't even care if it was a scripted line that they fed her. I thought it was really funny. And I'm glad Kellyanne said that because the whole time Sylvia is trashing her left and right this episode. So yeah. Kellyanne got a few good ones in. So well, I, even if it was scripted, she delivered it yeah. perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be like, even if it was scripted, like if she wore something else, but like she actually wore black. So it's like, okay, yeah. good, good on you. Like, that's perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah then um, TJ kind of says it's Brad's fourth time in the authority and his third overall win, which is so impressive. And it's Kellyanne's second time in the authority, and it's her first overall win. Um, so Sylvia, like, and all of them can see that there's some sort of maze-type puzzle down there. So it looks like Sylvia was really uh, planning to pick Janae. 
but she realizes that with the puzzle, maybe she won't win against her. So she's going to try her hand with Naya instead. Um, and MJ says he wants to pick Brad, but since he can't, he's going to pick Derek. So Mark kind of calls Derek out as a weak puzzle player. And everyone kind of says Derek sucks at puzzles. And Derek even they kind of build it up that he's just not good at them. Derek even said that he sucked at puzzles. During the daily challenge, there's like this sorry, Derek, kind of annoying confessional of him being like, I suck at puzzles. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that was, like, kind of his storyline throughout this, like, entire episode. I I really like Derek, and I think he's a really nice person, but I feel like he sometimes goes over the top, and, like, I feel like it's almost like I'm watching, he's, like, catering to children or, like, a younger audience with the way he acts, but whatever. It's his thing. Um, so the elimination is called Starstruck, and it's a vertical maze that has three star-shaped cutouts in it. And the goal is to take your pole through this maze, get your pole out, and then you have to shoot this golden ball into this little, as Brad called it, like a mouse hole. It kind of remind, reminded me of pool, how you have to shoot it into this little tiny hole. Um Naya's upset she's picked. I think she was caught off guard, but she said she's going to use the anger and aggression to get uh, a win. And I was very impressed by her because she said she was going to use anger and aggression, but she seemed super calm and just like very focused. And I was very impressed by her. So both Naya and Sylvia are doing this maze and uh, Jordan is cheering on Naya. Um and Naya gets her pole out first. Sylvia is still working on getting her pole out. And Naya shoots the ball for the first time and gets it on her first try. And it's over really quickly. So Naya wins. Sylvia loses. Kellyanne kind of says Kayla looks all lonely by herself. Kellyanne actually, which she probably should have just kept her mouth shut, says, sorry, Syl. And Sylvia says, Kellyanne, F off eat shit f like swearing everything sylvia is so mad at kellyanne um so then we get to the guys and we have derek um kind of saying he wants this to be his redemption um and i feel like they barely showed the guys doing the maze maybe like it was so quick that they didn't have a ton of footage for it um Jordan quietly is giving like MJ hints on the side because Derek already has his pole out and he's already shooting and he does not get a hole in one. But um, there was one part that had me cracking up. Brad's confessional. I don't know why Brad It's not like he's saying things that are so funny, but it's his delivery that kills me every time. And he just gets so like animated and worked up. And he said something like, who can shoot a ball into a mouse hole when you have all these divots in front of the hole? So whatever, Derek ends up finally getting it in. MJ doesn't even have his pole out. He uh, loses. Derek goes nuts, running around. Give me your stars. Just absolutely over the top, Derek. Um, And then that's kind of how it nets out with MJ and Sylvia losing and... MJ, one thing with MJ is he keeps saying it's not to Brad's face. He's like, it's not personal, bro. Like we're good. It's not personal. And then the confessional is like, it is personal. So MJ is kind of just fake. I don't know. 
never never really liked him this season not sad to see him go so that's that um and that's kind of how that net, netted out well i'm sad to see mj go but <laughs> i don't know i i liked mj this season i like the rivalry that he had with brad um that's another rivalry that I would love to see play out more potentially on the same team. Gosh, would that be like a dynamic duo? But um, yeah, I think I I was sad to see him go personally. I wasn't. He was injured. He he didn't even want to do the challenge this week. He kind of said, "Just give me the." Uh, even though he was going to get it anyway, he said, just give me the sabotage. Cause he's like, I don't want to be running around anyway. He, he had really like no chance of winning this season. So I've, I'm ready for him to go. Um, and now Derek is going to have four stars, which TJ says is the most of anyone. And then while Derek's running around acting nuts, Nehemiah kind of cracked me up because he's like five bucks says he gets injured while celebrating. Cause Derek was just so over the freaking top. I laughed um, out loud when Nehemiah said that. <laughs> I know. I thought that was really funny. Um, oh, so that's kind of how it ended. But Sylvia did not leave on a positive <laughs> note. No. And not I, at all. Another thing I saw on Twitter, too, was that apparently, um, you know, at the end when we see uh kelly ann say sorry still and sylvia say yeah f off or whatever i i heard that a whole lot more was said than that so i'd be curious oh i didn't know that he is interest is interested in going into more detail about what all was said but yeah apparently sylvia like went off after she lost so super bummed to see sylvia go super bummed to see mj go but honestly i i feel like from here on out, I'm saying that like literally every single time somebody gets eliminated because I just love everybody on this cast. I was fine with both of them going. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sorry, Christina. <laughs> how many times, like to your point from earlier, Abby, how many times next week is Johnny going to mention MJ? Like we have to do a count when we're watching. Yeah. I know. I thought about it and I was like, what? It, how's this going to go with him gone now? And I'm like, Oh, production and her will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, then obviously the episode concludes at the, at the elimination and we see the preview for next week. And the preview for next week had a whole lot of nothing. Um, Thank you. I totally agree. <laughs> so we decided about the oh you go on I'm excited about one thing but go ahead okay so we see Derek saying we're so close to the end I don't want to make any stupid mistakes we hear John A saying you're going down D and then we see them pan to Brad who says holy shit that's a huge game move we see them pan to Kellyanne we see them pan to Wes and Kayla, the whole time that um, they're showing Brad, Kellyanne, Wes, Jordan, and Kayla, we are hearing Brad say that, holy shit, that's a huge game move. And we're also hearing Jordan say, I want to beat the best. And then we hear Veronica say, I don't trust anyone at this point in the game. 
And then TJ announces that the daily challenge is trivia, and it looks like Derek is falling into the water. So, like, literally, like, I learned nothing about the next episode besides the fact that trivia is the next daily, which is exciting because trivia is always fun. But, well, and what makes me curious about that is that are they going to do, like, every trivia where it's, like, what is the capital of Japan? Or are they going to do, like, challenge trivia where, like, maybe OG people know, but maybe the OG people don't know because they don't watch the show anymore, and maybe the... Kayla's and the Jordans will be better because they are more up to date on the show. Um, I'm not really sure, but I hope that they do challenge trivia. But other than that, like, I feel like I sometimes can pick out who is going to get screen time based on the arguments. Like last week, we had this like preview of of Kellyanne and Sylvia. And honestly, I thought that they were going to get into a much bigger argument than what was shown but they didn't, but it still showed us that like, they were like a huge storyline. Um, the one before that, it was kind of like, we saw, you know, um, Beth sitting down with John A and Mark and I, or, uh, Sylvia and Mark. And, um, I gathered, you know, that I thought that they were going to be in the authority that week and they were. So normally I feel like there are things about the show that I can pick out in this like little, 30 second 20 second trailer whatever it is but this episode I feel like the only thing that I could really pick out is that Derek fell and I don't think that really even matters other than that like I know he doesn't win this daily it reminded me of a survivor preview where it's like they just like cut all these people saying different things and you don't have really no freaking clue what's going to happen I didn't I hated the preview I hated it I absolutely hated it mm-hmm. Ah, it totally reminded me of it tells me nothing Uh, do either of you two have anything to add about um this podcast or this episode i'm sorry no no i i enjoyed it all i thought it was pretty entertaining yeah i thought who do you guys think will win trivia wes maybe uh, maybe. Oh, I'm just excited about it. I don't know. Wes seems for someone so smart. I feel like he sometimes says like dumb shit, like on. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, next week, it, I, maybe we'll see. <sighs> I don't know. Um. Maybe we'll see someone like, yeah, Wes. I think Wes will do well in this, in this. I think that maybe Jordan could potentially do well in this. Um, yeah, I, 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 and for the girls, I don't even, maybe it's Kellyanne's week again. It is, I feel like Kellyanne is an intelligent person. I don't know. I don't feel like trivia is really Kayla's thing. I don't. Maybe Ronnie. I don't know why I'm thinking maybe Ronnie because she's a mom. She probably does like homework with her kids. So if it's regular trivia, maybe she'll know a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really depends on if it's like if it's challenge trivia or what kind of trivia it is. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in this week. We are the reality served real podcast. 
Um, give us a follow on Twitter. Give us a follow on Instagram at RSR Podcast. Um, we hope to um, be getting something to you soon about the cast of the Challenge USA. We, they just had some cast photos drop the other day. And so hopefully we will be getting something to you on that very, very soon. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.